here's Matt and Blake with your music is bad and you should feel bad. Fuck you. Absolutely. <laughs> here's what's going on with Megadeth. Uh, their lead guitar player for the last few years has been Kiko Lurero, formerly of power metal band Angra, Brazilian power metal band, probably one of the bigger power metal bands around and still going, still still pretty decent like they excellent band releasing really good music right now yeah yeah totally we're, gonna, we're gonna circle back to that too because we did a whole like a whole extended topic um but the main reason we're talking about it is because uh kiko kind of took a leave of absence like he went home i think from the tour uh, and I don't know exactly why. Maybe it hasn't been public. It's something about personal reasons. And from some of the stuff Dave said, it sounded like he doesn't know either. Although the way he phrased it and the other things he said made me wonder if he really doesn't know or if he just like glazed. He goes like, listen, Dave, I got to go home because and he was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what's going on with Kiko, but I hope he's doing OK, <laughs> you know, Uh and so Kiko went home, and the sub for the tour is this guy from uh, Winter Sun. Um, the other be- no Winter Sun. That's they're a about. like blackened power metal, I guess would be the way to describe it. Some people call them power metal, but there's black metal elements. Some people would say it's black metal, but then there's way too much power metal influence to straight up call it black metal. I think so. It's like. I haven't done like a deep dive in it, but from what I've heard, there's like one album, the main guy in the band, uh, I think his name is Yari. They did uh, this one album, Time One, and it's one of these things where like Perfect Element Part One, people are just waiting for Part Two. There Guys, I got bad news one. for you. There maybe was never going to be there one. Probably, that's, that's or he probably bad. thought there was, but now there's almost certainly not going to be because of all the pressure. And he did like a whole, he's put out other stuff since, but it's been sort of a diversion from it. And then there was a big scandal over him doing a big kickstarter which may have been for time to and then installing a hot tub so the that's the rumor he like the rumors he like built a studio and sold a hot tub and now was it a hot tub and not a sauna because i'm assuming oh, Finnish, oh uh, you're right it might be a sauna. a sauna i you are and, and Finns correct. have to have a sauna it's very important <laughs> so people a- may have like overreacted this this might have been <laughs> an, a strict necessity you're making a real strong case uh, in, it's a in Yari's thing. defense. It is, but like the fact that the fact is like <laughs> he did this Kickstarter that was supposedly for an album, possibly for Time Two, and uh, and he's like, "Thanks, guys, I'm working on blah blah," and like it has not happened. What and if it he's... was a sauna slash studio? What if he? Well, had I think it was a sauna in his kinda... studio or like adjacent okay. to it. So That's fine. May, maybe. Well, it'd be fine if he still had produced the album that's, but i think that's yeah in either result issue that's, i think the first you one can have both but you can't not have the other one that's yeah um it came out in 2012 part one and uh yeah so i don't know not recently no no that's the thing. it's been a while oh and that's the thing people a lot of most people are just like listen you're never getting that but there's still like bands that used September the dream. 87 you bastards like, I don't know why I'm looking it up because I won't be able to pronounce his name anyway. Timu uh, Mantisari or Mantis, Mantisari? I, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce Finnish. Call him Timu Kojipeltu? <laughs> no, no, different. T- any, it's spelled differently. It's spelled T E M U instead of, oh, it might be. T E M U or two double E's? Double E's. Oh, it's Temu. Is it Temu? Oh, okay. Temu. Like Temu Solani of hockey. Fame. Be, you're a little more familiar with the Finnish pronunciations. Oh, I remember that. I, I watched a lot of hockey. A, 
Oh, okay. So Temu, I'm not sure if um, Kiku like referred him, but somebody referred him and he jumped on the tour and he knows how to play all the songs, but which is fine and expected. But the way Dave talks about it, it's like he he doesn't think other people can play all the Megadeth songs and he doesn't think other people can play Marty's solos. And it's like, maybe that was true in the 80s or early 90s, but like it's been a long time. People can learn stuff after a certain amount of time. It's not that impressive. There's probably a lot of people who could actually play that material. And most of the time when bands are hiring replacements, it's not so much they just need a guy who can play it. They also, they want to feel comfortable on tour. So they want someone who's not just, sometimes they want a rando or a new person, but sometimes it's just uh, like when Queensryche started getting subs after Chris DeGarmo, it was not about who was the best guitar player. It was like, here's our buddy who plays guitar because so we can hang with him on the road or that, Jeff can hang with him. Um, So I, I didn't pay attention to any, any of this. I didn't have any background on it doesn't really matter but what struck me immediately about this i'm sure it hit you i'm sure it hits anyone who has any sense of what irony is yeah um dave was unceremoniously replaced in metallica dave is being an asshole about yeah. replacing a guitarist in his own band yeah I um, don't think Dave has any self-awareness. Oh, definitely not. Um, but I wonder if anyone in his sphere has 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 the balls to tell him. Probably not. Um, There's your problem. So I have a strong suspicion. So so Dave started making a lot of comments, or at least he made some comments, and then a lot of. Uh, metal news sites kept posting them like like one every day or two for like a week or so immediately after this guy joined the tour again it was like it's so good everyone's so excited about him playing it and at first it was just like oh he's doing great and i'm like yeah okay whatever i mean uh, good but then it started to turn into like slight like side hands uh at um at kiko and, and it was like we, we opened with Hangar 18 and uh, mechanics back to back, and we've never done that before. This because this guy grew up with metal, uh, you know, Kiko Kiko didn't, or some like I forget the way he described it, but he was just like Kiko didn't grow up like soaked in metal or some weird like uh, analogy like that, which is insane because Kiko was in Angra at 19. You really think he wasn't playing metal before that? Like, that's just and it's from Brazil, like, there's a lot Honest, of metal in Brazil, probably more complex. Uh... Oh yeah, guitar parts um, probably high, higher technicality, almost certainly. In fact, Def definitely than later Megadeth for sure. Um, and they're probably yeah. influenced by Megadeth a lot. I mean, it was that's the thing. It was like absolutely false. And then, a, and I know that he, I knew Kiko knew Hangar 18 because I've seen him play it. And then a bunch of other people were like, yeah, no, we've seen him play Mechanics too. He's he's played both of those songs on tour with him. And here's some video of it on YouTube. You know, it's like, Dave, why are you lying? It's the future. We can just watch him on youtube play it that's insane time goes on there's more posts and it starts to be like we're getting we're really getting the impression that kiko's not coming back regardless of why he left the tour honestly my suspicion is simply that dave can almost certainly pay this guy less because kiko's been yeah, in the band a yeah. while he's played on several albums everybody loves his contributions 
but also that means he's well known. You know, he was already known in Angra before. This guy, Winter Sun, I don't think is as big as Angra, and especially not recently. I would assume not. I've never heard of them. Uh, I think Dave found someone who can play the stuff for cheaper, and he's he's already got a long history of booting people from Megadeth. Like I think he's booted David Ellefson several times. Uh, the most recent one the due to his that thing. Uh, masturbation scandal, but. Uh, but and again that you can kind of it's sort of justified because of the 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 heat of that scandal at the same time it was like he didn't he didn't bet night it was like oh well i guess david's gotta go bye again because like i believe that was a uh, what do they call it everyone is the asshole here situation yes, exactly uh, both exactly. people suck so everybody sucks yep. and uh so so right so dave's definitely not self-aware and now he's he can probably pay this guy less money i started posting about like well maybe kiko can go back to angra because He's be honestly, I mean, I don't, the new yeah, stuff's fine. So we listened, we, we wanted to compare some, some stuff because I said that Kiko should rejoin Angra. I don't know who the new, who his replacement was, but keep him. That's fine. Have three guitar players like Iron Maiden. They have enough like harmonies and stuff that I'm sure that they could make use of it. You just have one sure. guy play the rhythm, two guys play harmonies. Rarely is that a good idea, but it worked in Iron Maiden and it would, I think, work in Angra. And also Kiko's like one of the original guys. He was there in all the super early classic stuff. Yes, and definitely. And my comment was like, oh, they should play all the early stuff. But that's just for me. That's not because I'm saying there's anything wrong with the later stuff. We decided to then, because of that, listen to some newer stuff. Listen to the latest Angra uh, with Fabio Leone singing. We decided to compare it to Edu Falashi's new yeah, solo album. Because I had mentioned that Edu it. also has new stuff out. And I thought, oh, why, why isn't Edu in uh, Angra anymore? I haven't been paying all that much attention. So I listened to it. You listened to it, and we both had the same reaction. Yeah, Adu's real, real bad now. Um, so I, I, I read up on it a little because I was like, there must be some. I, I did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you were saying that like he had like some sort of like an acid reflux, heartburn type situation. Yeah, that's what I read. Which is possible. I he left Angra a while back, and I think yes. in 2011 he said he was like retiring from singing because Angra had been so rough on his voice. Mm -hmm because he's really more of a baritone and it was hard to sing the high stuff. And so yeah, after a while, right. It's like, I understand if that's not your range, but you did join Angra. And uh, did you not hear the guy who was in it before you? Um, he, he could do that. And the early stuff really well, the early stuff Eddie was on, he, he's, he sounded really good. No, and and he, he did. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. And even did good on the high stuff. Um, but you could tell live that it was a little, it was a little tricky and, but it was fine. And he sounded really good and he sounded really great in his normal range. But he claimed that like he was so worn out from that that it started to hurt his normal range too. So he was going to take like a significant time off from singing, and apparently he did. But now he's back. But apparently and it didn't Edu. necessarily. He doesn't even have a, help. a proper band now. He's just Edu. Well, I mean, and and I don't know who he who he got for his his backup band, but they're pretty decent. Like honestly, I was. Well, yeah, the band sounded good. I Edu. was pleasantly surprised with the music. It still is kind of like. Angra light, you know, but I don't blame him for that. And it's also maybe just as their Brazilian power metal, I guess it's going to be in the same, same lane. Um, but it, I usually with those kind of situations, the singer's great. And then the band's like, okay, but the band was actually pretty good. But Edu sounded rough. Yep. And a lot of people argued with me when I posted this, but they are wrong because it's not like it's not produced well and doesn't come out. Okay. Like if you're not like really listening for it or paying attention, but it kind of sounds like 
his voice is kind of weak. He doesn't have the same power. And like the For mic sure. and the compression and the production is doing a lot of the work. And so like it ends up being mixed okay, but it doesn't like he used to sound real good and now he sounds less good. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like he's got the maybe, same maybe bad power. Maybe bad yeah. is how he sounds. Much less yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds rough. So that's unfortunate. I mean, let's let's look at it this way. I I, I don't I don't want to give up on the guy. He had some some good stuff back in the day. And We've seen in recent time, uh, recent memory, and in fact, uh, now, Rob Halford sounded really, really bad for a little while. That's true. He had a rough time. And they released, uh, what was it, Firepower, and he sounded great. Mm -hmm. And they have a new lyric video, I think, out as of a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I haven't checked it out Panic, Panic Attack or something. Mm -hmm. He sounds great. Rob sounds awesome. As old as he is, it's incredible. I don't know where he went and how he came back, whatever he did. So now, because Rob did it, admittedly, he's the best goddamn metal vocalist, period. But now I have to judge Jeff Tate and Edu Flashy, et cetera, et cetera, that much harder. Mm -hmm. But I also can have hope that maybe they'll come back and be awesome again. Mm -hmm. Well, at least. Double-edged sword. At least Jeff Tate, he just doesn't like bother with the high stuff anymore. But he does still sound good, like in his the rest of his range, from what I've heard. I haven't seen him live in a while, Error. but, but uh, clips but I've heard that, like that's not what made him the Tate. Right. He he had the same sort of, uh, although it's I think far less true for Jeff. He kind of had said the same thing Edu, which is like I never really liked singing that high, which is a lie. Right. You put on Horse live shit. in Tokyo, and you're like you sang live, you sang high parts when you didn't have to that aren't on the album you were just like like just just living it up for funny yeah at the top of your range yeah Yeah. and uh while dancing around in the white leather jacket um great stuff yep and it is possible that he still has some of the range but it probably would take effort and practice and like Uh, but like i think those things i think it's a good chance that yeah rob just was like uh taking care of himself and like i'm gonna get in shape Cause that's kind of how it works sometimes. And if you haven't, like, if you don't have like real damage to your vocal well, cords, you can usually get get back. things yep. working again. And yep. that's also a possibility that Edu's thing could partially be that while he took all that time off, maybe he didn't take long enough to like prepare when he was coming back. It's hard or to maybe say. Maybe it's, it's just enough damage that there's no coming back. And that's, that's a bummer, you know, if that is in fact what yeah. happened. But that's also don't, possible. Like, Give us this. Oh, I don't. I don't like singing high. That's why I'm not saying eh, the horse shit. Yeah, you, you sing high. You're in a power metal band. You have to do it. Yeah, I mean, he said that. Like, even I think, I think even before, either like right when he left Anger or around that time, because I remember just being like, maybe even like the last Anger album. I was like, listen, man, I didn't even want to sing high. I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Too bad you joined the high singing band. I'm taking like, my ball and going home. I don't even like. <laughs> get out of here. I listened to Omni, which is the late, the last, well, it's 2018. I think they have another one coming, but the last Fabio Angra album. Okay. And the thing about Fabio is he is, is like, I, I hate when people say someone isn't human, you know, like, this man not human. He's amazing. But the thing about Fabio is he might not be human because he sit, has pretty much not lost a step over all these fucking years. And I've seen him live. Is he? I mean, he look I, that old. Well, that's probably he's a he's a he's a Highlander. I mean, I'm pretty oh, sure at this point, okay. 
he is a Highlander because, right, he doesn't look that old. I mean, he's not super old. He's like, he's born in uh, 73. He's 50. He's 50. That's not that old. He, he His vocals, though, like I saw him both with Angra and with the Luca Turilli, Fabio, Leon Rhapsody Turilli. thing. Right. One of the, them. Like the two guys you want to see from Rhapsody doing their version of Rhapsody, which is like the yeah, third iteration of Rhapsody. But I saw both of those. Mm-hmm. Fabio was fantastic. Uh, and I was listening to Omni again, the, the last uh, Angra album with him and thinking the same thing and just like, man, like I even like him a little better with Angra. He kind of dials down his vibrato because one of the things that like I, I always used to thought he was fine, but I wasn't like the biggest fan. But I also never listened to Rhapsody that much. For reasons. Yeah. And so, but one of the things that, you know, I would nitpick or bug me about him in Rhapsody is he would do this really wide vibrato that almost goes out of tune. Because he's he's opera, he's an opera guy. He's very operatically trained, and he does that a lot. But Which I'm sure that, has something to do with longevity of his voice. Because if he's operatically trained, he probably has some exactly. idea how he, to actually take care of his he's, voice. He's got to have really good technique. Mm-hmm. But you know, even opera singers they they wear out sometimes if they sure. if they a hopefully lot, a not lot by of, fifty. Well, that's the thing though. Some opera singers there's like are known for like opera. If you're a really young successful opera singer. A lot of them, they work so hard, they do so much that they wear their voices out. Like some opera singers have very short careers, at the top of their game, and then they gotta stop because it'll just it'll, it'll destroy their voice if they're not careful. Is that a specific range of opera singers, or is that I don't know. opera singers across the? Border? I do not know exactly if it's a specific range. I would have to look into that more. It's just something I've heard a lot from it's like uh, all the higher range of things. It wouldn't shock me as much. Possibly, yeah, yeah. It might just be like sopranos and tenors or something. I don't really know. I'd have to do more research. But the other crazy thing about Fabio, which makes him seem uh, like a Highlander. Is all the and, beheadings. <laughs> right. Well, he also look, he looks like he could be a Highlander. Like, he's got the hair. He's got the, like, if he suddenly took out a sword. Well, all, they pose with swords on all those fucking uh, Rhapsody albums. It's, it's kind of but they weird. were, like, they were pioneers in the, like, fine. sword posing. That's true. But, like, all of them with swords, like. Oh, well, all of them. Um, But the other thing is that. I only found this out from Prague Power. Fabio smokes. He smokes cigarettes, and he drinks a lot of wine, and he drinks wine during the show. So he's like the most Italian metal singer ever because he's like smoking and drinking a bottle of red wine and like then going out there, and it's like, what the fuck? That should not work. Like, do not copy Fabio in terms – if you want to be a singer, you want to be a professional singer, do not copy Fabio in your behavior because – for most singers, that does not work, including arguably Jeff Tate. I think I heard maybe at some point he smoked. I don't know if he still does, but he does drink. He he sells wine. He makes wine. He loves wine. He's talked about how much he loves wine. Sure, yeah. So I was like, look, it didn't work. A lot with of Jeff wino Tate. singers on the the extreme strong singer like uh, Maynard. Maynard does makes his own wine. That was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had uh, no David Coverdale was maybe liquor, but again. Not not everyone is David Coverdale. In fact, there's one that's, that's David true. Coverdale. <laughs> I, I was reminded of Jeff Tate's wine because there is a song on the Angra album Omni called Insania, which is the name of Jeff Tate's wine. So I was like, oh, it was nice of them to write a song about Jeff plug, Tate's wine. Plug. Yeah, right? there you go. And I looked it up because I always had this idea that I never pulled the trigger on because it would cost a bunch of money um, to to do like YouTube reviews of musician branded alcohol. There's there, well, there's two big problems. One is the price tag because I think like 
Dream Theater and uh, Metallica both have whiskeys that are like real expensive. Or maybe, or maybe Metallica just, was that outrageous. Maybe, I don't remember maybe Metallica's wasn't. Dream, Dream Theater's was. was. They had like a limited batch, something or other. It was like two hundred bucks a bottle. I was like, fuck that. No, I think Metallica's was like fifty I'd or buy sixty. Blue Label. Yeah, yeah. Metallica's was a little more in the range, but I think it was more. Metallica's was like it doesn't. It's called Blackened. I was like that doesn't sound good, but whatever. Well, no, this this was the whiskey that they stuck it in barrels and then they blasted Metallica at it. That, oh. that was literally what their oh, whole right. whole selling point was. We're, we're yeah, shaking up that'll... the barrels and that's making the the liquor and the wood do things. And sure, I'm sure I, that yeah, 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 probably. It's, I'm sure it made a huge, yeah. huge difference. Yeah. Or but, no. uh, the 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 big other big problem is that a lot of them over the years, not all, but a lot of them have been very limited run, like uh, uh, Unibrew did that Atulamond, uh Megadeth yep. Yep. ear. I had that, it was which not I've bad. heard, uh, but it's not always available. I think it might have come back at some point, but like it's just not. A lot of them are just limited, and they don't. Depending on the band, they just don't it's always. Unibrew, they have a relatively that's true. limited run of a lot of things. And they're all little similar for my taste so some of them have just been hard to get and then it's like if you can well, get some it of them just suck it's like online. the iron maiden one i think is just like a yeah well i don't care if they suck though that's the point is i no. i'm not like a really a great drink connoisseur anyways the point is i'm just gonna sit there with the drink and like talk shit about the band or whatever and just like try to describe it in a way that makes jokes about the band like it's not gonna uh, be like mm. i mean content. i'll try to review the liquor but i'm not really like so discerning unless you want to like partner up and do remote and you can have the real like here's why this is good or bad and i'll be like well, uh, this is doable um like, tastes I, I, like, could, uh, I could hunt up quite a few of these still i didn't know about the dream theater one or i, I might have snagged some well um, it was like 200 bucks a bottle i mean it might be good. only money the yeah um, I'm, I'm an asshole Fuck. the uh the the jeff tastes wine which i was like starting to think about again isn't as great it's like 36 bucks a bottle there's know, a red and a white money. um yeah, I mean, whatever. It's a they they have a they also sell a Operation Mine Crime uh, corkscrew. This is a missed opportunity because it should have been Operation Wine Crime, <laughs> obviously. Also, like his, his wines, they're made in in Germany. Like, so it's not just like, oh, we you know called up someone in Napa and had them slap our name on it kind of thing. Um, a Riesling or a Gewürztraminer. No, it was just it was just Pinots. It was like a Pinot Noir and a Pinot Grigio. That's I do French. Like, Why make it in Germany? It's the type of grape. I mean, no, I'm aware. It's, he, I mean, there's some other, regional. yeah, the but there's thing. some other thing about he's 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 he has German heritage, and so um, I should have made a Riesling or a Gewürztraminer. I agree. I like I like a Riesling. Um, but have you ever had a Gewürztraminer? I don't think so. white wine. Yeah, I don't think so, but I would try it. There you go. So yeah, I'm, we maybe we should do that because I would definitely be down. Like at sooner or later, like maybe just like a whenever we can get our hands on something. Um, I just think get, it'd be get funny. a list going. I'll do a little looking. Remind yeah. me. We'll see what's still around, still available. Like we obviously we could get fucking trooper or whatever. Big who cares? But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everyone's like had it too. It's not like it's yeah. you know. But um, I think it'd be funny. You and I like, haven't just... haven't drawn a, a drawn a dunk show. Done a drunk show. Holy shit! I mm-hmm. can't talk. Maybe no, I that's am true. Drunk. We talked um, about doing it for fellowship, but we didn't really. Yeah, it would have ruined a good drunk. It wouldn't have. That would have been that's a waste. True. That's it would have been a bummer. Hateful, hateful, awful band. I hate them so much. <laughs> yeah, I. Not that's how I really well, feel. Hey, listen to listen. Look, like I listen to stuff like 
this Angra album, and I was like, this is good power metal. It, it doesn't leave much room to actually be convinced something like Fellowship is good. Especially when you're trying to compare him to Rhapsody, and then if you go listen to actual Rhapsody, you're going to be like, what are you talking about? This is ridiculous. Even, Pretty inexcusable. The whole five out of five. Bleh. Even Dragon Force, who I do not care for. I think they're very overrated. You yeah. compare it and you're like, mm. they at least have like, have always had like a competent singer. Or at well, least... they, they like did a thing. They had a thing in right. the scene at a time there. We were really fast. Yes. We Very sound fast. like silly video games. And occasionally sound like video games. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yep. But that was their sound. It was a that thing. Was a thing. They were playing as fast as they goddamn could. And that was what a lot of people were looking for out of power metal at the time. They they were distinct. They had a, a reason to be there. These other guys didn't. Their <laughs> their only distinct attribute was that they were unrelentingly sappy and yes, bad. positivity. Right. I think their th- their actual gimmick is we accept ourselves even though our band is very mediocre. <laughs> we ex- yes, we accept our mediocrity. I'm yeah. good enough. I'm smart enough, and that's you. You know, we all know the uh, no Stuart Smalley. Is that what that's? Stuart's? Yeah. I, yeah well, no, wait, no, 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 no. Um, Al Franken. Um, Al Franken. Yeah, but what's the character? It's been a long time. Yes, Stuart Small. Yes. Okay. Good enough. I was doing the enough. impression, and I did not remember yes. the character. That's which I for a second uh, I just pulled that out of my brain, and I it could it could have easily been wrong. Daily affirmations with Stuart Smalley. Yeah, he's, yep, they're the Stuart Smalley of power metal bands. Now we know. The, the the new wave of nice metal buds oh, and God. so they're they're definitely God. nice metal buds that's enough about them i hate yes. them no they more suck. no more fellowship no we're not talking about them anymore uh so i hope kiko i know kiko has some solo albums i never really checked them out but either you know start or join another cool band or he would probably contribute more than in megadeth i know he contributed some which i think is part of why the last few albums have been even a little better than the other Dave's not experimenting anymore albums. The worst thing he did was when he did like Risk and then tried to like experiment. And then he kind of, like most people at that stage, realizes it'll sell better if he just kind of goes back six to the normal thing. He did a song, like another Sweating Bullets song called Dread and the Fugitive Mind. But you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is like Sweating Bullets 2. Sweating more bullets. It's like, you know, like how Metallica did Unforgiven 2. But he couldn't think of like a, a, a sweatier bullets pun or something. So he's like, I don't know, man, uh, dread in the fucking fugitive mind, whatever. Uh, Sweating bullets too, even sweatier. <laughs> right. Um, somebody was joking like, oh, Metallica has to do un- Unforgiven 3. And it's like. The Unforgivenest? Have it be like the Unforgiven 3. Like, because it's only like a Western kind of song. It's like it's about three guys who are unforgiven. Or something. I don't know. It's not as good no, as I, I saw, Unforgiven 2. I, I almost think. These are better when you acknowledge that it's a sequel, because uh, you're not you're not lying. You're not like, yeah. oh, we wrote a new song, and and no, you didn't. I agree. You're telling us you wrote the same song again. Yeah. You wrote a song. You wrote like, a it, very. It, sim- look, yeah. it's it's legally distinct, but it's so similar of a style of song that you're like, you we just, went we back had, we, and we dipped had more into we the. To say that's that's it what it is. It's it's maybe probably would actually come up like you said it probably would actually called off better if you flat out called it a sequel in some way yeah, dread, some dread in the fugitive mind parentheses sweating bullets too or like still sweating bullets or still sweaty from all those bullets i don't my know. deodorant is not holding up to all this sweat. <laughs> that's that's what apply. the dread is from oh, <laughs> the, pit stains pit stains ring around the collar the, i don't know i uh 
I hope Kiko... Again, I think Kiko just go back to anger. Like, there's no sweat off that... I don't know who that other guy is. And I know it's, like, kind of mainly Raphael's band, Raphael Bittencourt. I don't see why not. And uh, I don't think... I support Somebody's it. like, oh, don't derail... It's not going to fucking derail them. I'm, they're not actually going to take my suggestion and only play early albums with him. And actually, I don't even want them to now because I listened to that Fabio album. I was like, this is fucking good. So... Yeah, yeah. Omni, which I listened to recently, it was very good. The only, the only nitpick, the only thing I would uh, hold against Omni is that the last track is like the programmed orchestra track. And maybe it's not, maybe it's real or like at least partially real. I don't know, but it's like the, you know, the symphonic, whatever. It's the last track and it's like five minutes long. And the one before it is it's Omni infinite nothing the track before it is omni silence inside which is more of an eight minute real track i think they should have flipped those you have the symphonic maybe cut a couple minutes have it be like i mean even that's long but like five minutes is real long i'm for instrumental we did not meet contractually obligated (laughs) album length so we programmed this this is a minimal effort finish out the album we're tired because i was because then i was like oh what's the next track i'm like oh that was the end so I still would have put, you know, it should have been lead up to yes, something. Yes, lead up to I will the have big to listen end track. To it and I don't recall off but, but and I only listened to the whole album through once. So, you know, but, uh, but the end of the thing, everybody else was pretty solid. Some really good stuff. There was a cool, like, you know, um, like Spanish classical guitar type, type mm-hmm. thing. Which and, is pretty signature Angra kind of stuff. Yeah. And so. I like that. I like that a lot. Absolutely. I like that about them. Yep. Um, so it's good Lamenco. stuff. So Angra is, is very good still. Uh, oh, oh, the other the other thing I noticed was they have several guest singers, uh, Sandy Lima and Alyssa White Glues on Good. Okay. Black Widow's Web, because I heard the death vocals and I was like, who is that? And then like Spotify doesn't have any of the guest singers listed. And then Kiko played a solo on Warhorns. So like they're still obviously buddy with Kiko is fucking bring him back in the band. Bring him back in. Yep, I agree. Um, I support it. That'd be cool. Better, better to have him back in the band than pull a, a KK's priest situation. Definitely. Oh my god, that's it's like, gonna be it's gonna be Kiko's Angra is gonna go call up Edu and they're gonna do uh, castoffs. It, it's getting it's getting very embarrassing for KK because now he, the latest the latest Ripper. thing, yeah, he's claiming like Ripper's like the best singer in the world. I'm like, no, he's not even. But, but he was best. another guy in Priest, so he's going to... It's a, a band of guys who are bummed they're not in Priest anymore. It's, it's the Priest B-Squad. Another, I mean, they, it's, fucking it's KK's another, Priest. They didn't even yeah. bother to pretend to be another thing. They're just, we're, we're Priest too. <laughs> Tim ended up in another Priest tribute band. It just happens to have KK in it because he's also having a rough time, so... It's, I don't. I don't have anything real positive to say about it, other than that Tim good. still sounds like Tim. So he's not. Yeah. He hasn't hurt himself. I like Ripper. He's something. I mean, he's an okay singer. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, don't don't sell it too hard. Dave is still a dick, and yep. uh, apparently, and so is Tim. Yep. And but KK. What's gonna do? Like yeah. a lot of guys. But yeah, exactly. At some point, that's metal. There's a lot of dicks in metal. All right. I'm turning it off now.